all the good things. We got all the good things. You know, one small act of kindness has an impact that goes infinitely forward. Super above and beyond. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. For someone who for over a decade has been delivering kindness. The Uni Feta. Well, 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 did you miss us? We missed you. It's All the Good Things Podcast, and I'm your host, Melissa. And I'm your other host, Esme. And we're back today with another full set of stories, and these are going to knock your socks off. But before we do that, let's take a moment to think of your good thing for the week. Esme, you want to go first? Yes, I'm so excited about this one, too. It happened last weekend. And I got to be a model for a little bit of time. <laughs> ow, ow! It was super glam. I showed up at this uh, photo studio, got to sit in one of those director-style chairs with the lights, and then they had a makeup artist just go whoosh, 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 and, and paint my face all pretty. <laughs> whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> and uh, it was for Core Power Yoga, so I got to just take some yoga pictures. Um, but it was really funny because I was expecting, like, I don't know what I had in mind, but I felt like it was going to be longer and more yoga posture based. But they gave me body weight sculpt as like the photos to and postures to take. So all of my poses were like side plank or or a bicycle crunch. And I would have to hold it. And I'm like, <gasps> I didn't know that, this was going to be a workout sore? for me, man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's a good one. It was funny. I can't it was, wait it to was, see those photos. It was really fun, and I got to say kudos to them for being super organized because I was in and out of their lickety split. And uh, Was it one-on-one on one this time? Um, it was mostly one-on-one, on one, but there were other people there that would take one-on-one. On one. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Cool. cool. I'm glad that they still made it happen. I know. Yeah, we all got COVID rapid tests, so that was also super awesome. And uh, yeah, I had a blast. How about you, Melissa? What's your good thing? My good thing this week is I actually end up missing my nephew's birthday. Before you guys go, whoa, terrible aunt. It wasn't my fault. I had a little accident. That sounds worse. It sounds like I peed my pants. <laughs> I had a car accident. And I'm okay, as you can tell by my overly excited voice per usual. But unfortunately, I didn't go to go to his birthday party, but I made it a mission to still give him his Nerf gun for my four-year-old Ooh. nephew. So I took him paddleboarding instead, and he ended up shooting a tree with his Nerf gun the entire day, and it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like uh, you missed out on, an, on a party, but you gained some quality one-on-one time. I did. I did. It was worth it. And I love you, Blake. Shout out to you. Happy birthday, Blake. Belated. I love that. Those were short and sweet. And that's all yours need to be, too. If you can't think of anything, promise you'll find something. Just really take a moment. Now on to our big stories, which I'm sure will also give you some inspiration. Esme's going to go first and knock our socks off. That's me. So my story is about a man named Ari, and I got it from today.com. And it's a really beautiful story, and it's uh, relevant to the times now, so I'm super excited to share it with you. Ari was a war refugee from Kosovo, and he came to Texas in 1999 at just 
14 years old. And for anyone wondering where Kosovo was, because I wasn't aware of that country until I read the story, it is east of Italy and north of Greece, right by um, Montenegro, Serbia, and Albania. So I kind of paints a little picture for you. Sounds cool. And when he first came here, it definitely was not easy for him. He experienced some poverty, you know, came from nothing, but he also experienced a lot of love, compassion, and kindness from complete strangers. In this article, he actually said, people I did not know who I had never met helped me buy a backpack and bought me clothes to play soccer, and I never forgot that. So even though he doesn't know who it was, it's just it's an act of kindness he received upon coming to America that has stuck with him throughout his entire life. So that was back in 1999. Fast forward 20 years later to 2019, and he and his beautiful wife, Blanera, opened a restaurant called Bella Italia Ristorante. Sounds pretty just and reading, delicious. Just reading and saying that name is making me hungry for pasta. I just <laughs> had pasta for lunch. I did too, girl. T- oh, we're so yeah. on the same page. It's great. I made pesto capellini. I made one of the TikTok things that you featured in our previous little things. You made it again. I made the, the unifeta. Uni <laughs> yes. The unifeta pasta. It's so easy that it's become a staple in my household. And today is perfect for it. It's raining hardcore in Los Angeles. It's uh, an awesome day for us because it balances out the sunshine. So it's one of those cozy overcast days when you baked pasta is perfect for it. (laughs) Absolutely. Awesome. So Ari came here from Kosovo as a refugee in 1999. 20 years later, opened a restaurant and... One year later, in 2020, that restaurant was closed down, shut down, doors closed because of the COVID pandemic, which actually sent 110,000 restaurants into indefinite closure. Like, they just went out of business. Luckily, Ari's community in Texas came to their aid and His restaurant with his wife received a bunch of awesome support from local and loyal customers. They did things like buy a bunch of gift cards just so that they could have the money for the restaurant right then and there. And they knew that they would be able to cash it in later. So their community absolutely kept them afloat. And they are so, so, so grateful for that. Then we're going to fast forward one year later, 2021, and this is in Texas, my friends, and Texas in 2021 experienced some insanely unprecedented winter storms that shut down the like entire communities in terms of heat, electricity, people were experiencing caved-in roofs and burst water pipes, it was quite frankly, an absolute mess and disaster on multiple levels, not just the natural disaster component, but the infrastructure and the response. And that left a bunch of people in Texas without food, without hot food, let alone without a place to stay warm. 
and Ari and his wife, Blanera, were actually able to go to their restaurant and just turn on their ovens and open the oven doors to try to find a little bit of heat for themselves. And we're so thankful that they had that restaurant. And the amazing thing about this is when they went to their restaurant to get heat for themselves, they realized that they were in this really fortunate position to have gas-based everything in their restaurant rather than electricity-based. So all of their stoves, all of their ovens were still fully operational because they relied on gas instead. So he went to his team of chefs and restaurant staff and said, guys, like, let's get cooking. Let's cookie, cook, cook, cook as much as we can. (laughs) And they did. (laughs) They cooked over 500 hot meals of lasagna and spaghetti and just gave it out to the community members in Texas that were impacted by the winter storms. And at one point they had a line of about like 200 cars in their parking lot because it was for many people receiving that meal, the first hot meal that they'd had in days. And it was just a a really beautiful way where he chose to give back to a community that had given to him so often. So it was just such a a wonderful example of what it means to pay it forward. And one thing I I loved was just the response from the community and the gratitude that they felt. And one person who experienced this act of kindness left this comment about Ari's restaurant. They said, Ari, you are the best example I know of love your neighbor as you love yourself. And I want to end this story on that quote because I think it's absolutely beautiful and it just comes from a place of kindness and compassion and love, obviously. (laughs) Yay! And I am super excited to hear yours, so go for it, Melissa. Thank you. This story is about Dauphin and it's a small town in Pennsylvania with a population of 774, according to the 2019 census poll. But either way, in any terms, that's a very small town. They're the kind of town where everybody knows everybody's name, everybody's business. They're the kind of town without streetlights, where you have just stop signs. Ooh. Yeah, it's small. (laughs) And they also have one UPS driver. That's not small. That's tiny. Tiny. Everyone who lives there loves it. They love that it's quaint. They love that they do know their neighbors and they're very community based. Well, of course, coronavirus happened and they noticed their one UPS driver, Chad Turns, who has been delivering packages to Dauphin for over a decade. They noticed that he obviously got an increased workload because of coronavirus. He was working 60 to 80 hour weeks, basically Christmas hours, 365 days a year because everyone was staying in and ordering online. And they saw that Chad was working so hard to deliver everyone's packages to their doors and he went above and beyond. Chad's the kind of person before coronavirus to see that maybe you ordered a gift and see that your kids are playing in the yard. So he'll drive 
continuously pass your house back and forth till maybe the kids run inside and then deliver the package. That way they wouldn't see just in case it was a special surprise. Brilliant. Brilliant. On another time, this woman wrote to him, said, hi, I'm not home. My package needs a signature. Uh, Can you please still deliver it? And he went above and beyond there too and saw her message and instead of like trying to deliver it at a later time, he just drove to her parents' house and had them sign it on behalf of her and then delivered it to her house anyway so that she could get it on time. Like super above and beyond. And he did that for over a decade for the community. So one resident named Jenny Shickley took to the community Facebook page and she wrote that she wanted to throw a little surprise gift and surprise party for Chad in honor of him working so hard for them and being such a good uh, driver of UPS. And she just said she was going to put a limit of like $300 on there. And within the two days, the community came together and donated $1,000 to give to Chad as a gift from their hearts. And so also on that community Facebook page was a UPS shift supervisor and he happens to live, his name's Adam Kerr and Adam Kerr also lives in his own residence where he receives deliveries from turns, which is Chad. So Adam came together on the Facebook group to assist with some logistics And he programmed it to arrange that Chad have his last stop be at the community building in Dauphin. And his whole thing was he thought he was going there to pick up a package and then go home. However, when he got there, all of the community and town were wearing their masks, socially distant. And they had signs and a big cookie cake and, of course, his gift with $1,000 on it. And apparently, Chad was so moved, he started crying, and it brought tears to his eyes because he was just so humbled and surprised that the town even thought of him. And he also wanted to mention to everybody else when covering the story that he felt gratitude for how kind the residents were to him during this time because they would offer him water or a cookie on his route to make sure he was getting fed and taken care of. And so he was super, super honored that they came together to throw him this little event. And I think that is the sweetest story to hear, especially for someone who for over a decade has been delivering kindness and delivering quite literally packages to people's doors that make them feel happy and to in turn get something like that back just must feel super gratifying yay that's really heartwarming all right thank you guys so much for listening to our stories today if you would like to submit one of your own which we did have a couple of you do so so we're excited to feature you in our future podcasts please email us at all the good things podcast at gmail.com or shoot us a DM on Instagram at All the Good Things Podcast. And if this story touched you in any way, please send a text message to your friend with our link on Spotify and let them take a listen too. It would be so greatly appreciated. Have a great day, friends. We'll see you next week. See you next week.
Bye-bye. All the good things. We got all the good things. A story to uplift and moments of bliss to remind us all that life is a gift and because we truly care, all the good things we share.